All right, guys, we've been practicing this chant for weeks. Are you ready to do the chant? Yeah. All right. It's I know ready. exactly what right, the chant is. You ready, is. guys? We're going to start it on three. One, two, three. Spawn. 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 Happy Spawn Timber, everybody. Clap. Yeah. Spawn Timber. Spawn Timber. Yeah. Spawn. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a special Spawn Timber episode of So You Think You Can Fan, and the only podcast on the internet to be about Spawn Timber all through September because September is Spawn Timber. I'm your host, Spawn Lee. Here with my co-host Sergio, Matt, and Bertram. Oh, hey, dude. So this is gonna be a so you want to know episode. This is gonna be a little different. Um, so recently, if you don't listen to our podcast episodes about the book club, we have a book club where we talk about you know a book, but we also talk a lot about the history of the author and where they came up with the book and so on and so forth. And I wanted to do something like that for Spawn because it's Spawn Timber. Um, hashtag Spawn Sweep. Um, however, I don't want to read Spawn. <laughs> what was that? Why didn't Why don't you want to read Spawn? Uh, it's uh, it's too powerful, you know. It's Spawn. It's just he's so he's so interesting. <laughs> if I read Spawn, I won't like anything else. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. i figured I'd, I'd 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 put together a little so you want to know episode on spawn so we're going to talk about spawn the ultimate indie comic um not an exaggeration spawn is probably the indie comic um, everybody so give your uh give your experience with spawn yeah so does anybody in here know i know Maybe. sergio I know. knows who spawn is matt do you know I, I am aware of Spawn. He's created by Todd McFarlane. Um, I have never seen the movie. I have seen the have terrible scene. I want to see the cartoon because Keith David plays Spawn in that. And Keith David is a legend. And I, and I am aware of the arc where he kills the pedophile. And that's about it. Yeah. That happens a lot. That's just kind of a spot. But, like, thing. specifically, like, the pedophile, like, clown, he, like, ties him up and stabs mm, him a bunch of ways. The a bunch penetrator. Of He's who Cho'Gath from League of Legends is based on. <laughs> like, copyright infringement levels of inspiration. Matt, do you know anything about Spawn? Do you, have you ever seen the show uh, or the movie? Or, so there's you know two sides to my knowledge about Spawn. The one side is very similar to Sergio's, where I, I've seen a tiny bit of the cartoon. I never watched it at any point, but I've seen clips of it. Um, I, I am aware of the, the Spawn killing the pedophile part. I've actually read part of the comic where that happened because i was curious and i've also you know just just seen other stuff people talking about it the other side i I know a bit more about the the comic spawn but the other big side that i'll talk about is power scalers talking about spawn being one of the most overpowered characters like ever ever made ever absolutely yeah oh also i'm just not gonna mention I'm just not going to mention any of the power scaling stuff besides the fact that there's like God and weird shit involved uh-huh. at like the basic level. Like you start around God and you only go yeah. up from there. Yeah, no. Yeah. Also, he was in Mortal Kombat, Kombat 11 there. and his intros. Yes. The spawn intros are pretty good. Mostly because it's just yeah, Keith cool. David saying some hard ass shit. No. Yes. Kai, you don't know anything about Spawn. You've never heard of Spawn, right? I've never even heard of this. This yeah. is going to be really, really enlightening to you then. Okay, okay. How, what, okay. what if I told you that Spawn is one of the most famous characters in pop culture ever made? Would you believe me? No, because <laughs> I've never heard of it. Well, we'll get into it. But first, let's talk about <laughs> the prelude. We're going to talk about Todd. Okay. Todd. Um, so Todd McFarlane is quite a, a an interesting person to say the least. Um, so we're gonna talk about him. Um, He's a bit enigmatic. So Theodore Marcus McFarlane was born in 1961. Um, he's known as a Spider-Man artist a lot. He's drawn other things, obviously. He's I mean he's fucking Todd McFarlane. Obviously he drew Spawn. Um. He, cre- he is the first Marvel artist to be given their own book to write and draw. It was a big deal. He's like the... 
He's like, I was going to say, I was trying to think of like a sports comparison. I was going to say he's the OJ Simpson of Marvel Comics, but without the murder. Um, <laughs> he also has a toy company, and I really like their figures. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Don't you worry. Well, he's like, he's like LeBron James if LeBron James drew Spider-Man and was a fucking nerdy white guy. Does that make sense? That, so, so he's like LeBron James, except nothing about LeBron James. Okay. Um, see, he, like, there's his, there's his book, Spider-Man. He just had a book called Spider-Man, written and drawn by Todd McFarlane. Um, that pose that Spider-Man's doing there, you've probably seen it before, if you've seen any, like, Spider-Man merch, or... Oh, we should, should we inform the audience about your, uh, your slideshow? Yeah, not a slideshow. Uh, yeah, the slideshow isn't, like, important. Everyone can pretty much pick up what I'm putting down without mm-hmm. seeing the visuals. Um, okay. Spawn... Gotcha. Bob McFarlane created quote-unquote Venom. The creation of Venom is very awkward to like, like pin down who definitively created Venom. Someone wrote the story where Venom was created. Someone drew it. Obviously, Todd McFarlane had parts like stuff to say in it. But also, like, do you create? Do you credit the creator of the symbiote as a creator of Venom? We don't really know. Like, it's kind of hard to figure out. Well, who created um, Eddie Brock? Uh, does that's Eddie a complicated Brock, question. Does Eddie Brock predate the issue where Venom first appears? I don't really know. Like, that's if a, Eddie that's Brock a complicated question. That's a complicated a docu- question that I didn't research because I was busy researching uh, Spawn. There's a Did- convenient documentary from 2008, I believe, where they talk about Black Suit Spider-Man, and all you need to know is the symbiote as the suit existed long before Venom did. I, I do long yeah. before. Yeah. No, not that long before, like a couple years. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. he's one of the most famous comic artists of the '90s. He like him and like Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld, like those guys. Sergio probably knows him. Kai might not. Um, they were a bunch no, of comic no book artists that basically carried the '90s for Marvel, Marvel and DC. The 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 big two, which are Marvel and DC, weren't doing great in the '90s. Because of just a lot of stuff, they were they were losing money. Uh, they hired a bunch of artists to like revamp all their books, so like Rob Liefeld, Todd McFarlane, so on and so forth. And it basically carried them out of imminent danger for a while. Um, that is until they decided um, the the artists decided they had enough, and they founded their own company called Image Comics. And Image Comics was founded in 1992. Because DC and Marvel's quote-unquote star artists were feeling like they weren't feeling... Like, they weren't being properly compensated for their art. Like, they'd get paid, like, a decent amount for drawing the comics, right? But then, like, you know, they wouldn't make any residuals off of reprints of the comics. And they wouldn't make any merchandising money off of people making merchandise of their art. Because they don't own the characters, right? If anybody created a character for the, like... Say Todd created a character for Spider-Man. He created Venom. Todd doesn't own Venom, even though he helped create Venom. He doesn't get... It's all Marvel. 100% Marvel. That He gets nothing for it. Not a penny of the pie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Todd came together with Eric Larson, Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld, Jim Valentino, Wills Pertatio, and Mark v- v- Silvestri, um, and created a creator ran company where the creators get to own the characters that they make if someone creates a character for image an image comic comic book they own a hundred percent of the pie they own the characters they own the story they own the publishing rights they own everything um image went on to blow Marvel and DC completely out of the water through the 90s because of this because basically it's like if every like star player of a basketball team formed came together and formed their own basketball team and then just blew everything else out of the water um they went on to publish some quote-unquote mildly successful comics like the walking dead invincible they published they published the later issues of kick-ass and of course uh spawn here's a here's a panel from spawn it's a very good representation of how the, how the creators felt at the time um some quote-unquote subtle um you know image would you like here. to describe the image for those who are only listening it's, it's a panel it. from spawn number 10 where a bunch of arms are being stuck out of a jail cell um and it says they are just they are noble they're heroes champions watchmen avengers defenders men of steel women of tomorrow gods of thunder 
Crusaders. And it says, Injustice, save us, help us. And it's a bunch of uh, superheroes' arms sticking out of a jail cell. Um, Dang. Cut off on the right side of the panel of Spawn. Um, just walking through. Basically, yes. they felt like the characters that they were writing on are kind of being held back by the policies of DC and Marvel, which, I mean, even to this day, kind of true. Ironically, That's probably the most yeah. popular, like, um, I'm not going to say concept, the most popular opinion in comics in general is that mm. the publishing companies kind of fuck shit up. I mean, Todd drew this. You can literally see Venom's arm right in the, in the dead center right there with yes. the little white square. The Hulk's arm, Batman's arm, Wonder Woman's arm, Captain America's arm, Colossus. The Flash is 90s design up in the top left. Shout out to the mm-hmm. red and silver Wally West the Flash. Thing. The Thing. Yeah, Na- I think that's Namor. Is that the Joker arm? up there in the top it right? Is, that's Joker. That the is the right. Joker. I think Na- Namor is to the left of him. You can see Doc Ock's tentacle up there too. Yes. Um, yeah, so Spawn. So what the fuck is Spawn? <laughs> so Spawn, Spawn was created by Todd when he was 16. He got really into drawing. Um, that's the original design of Spawn. If you look at him, you can kind of see where the inspiration comes yeah, from a little bit. It kind of looks like somebody I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't worry. He's ripped off different characters after this. Um, Spawn became one of the most popular comics at the time due to the speculative market of the 90s. Whole thing, basically, um, you know NFTs? Yes. Yeah. So, comic books in the 90s were kind of like NFTs. They weren't actually worth anything, but there were a bunch of people who thought they were worth things. And so the comic book industry was at its peak in the 90s because people were just buying the shit out of them. They were like, oh, DC is publishing four variant covers of this comic book. We think it's going to be worth a lot of money, so we're going to, you know, sell them for a bunch of money. Which is part of the reason that Marvel and DC both almost went bankrupt in the 90s because it just completely fell apart. Um, And one was one of those comics that... um that speculators were like, this is going to be worth a lot of money. And it was kind of true. Um, it helped like establish image as a juggernaut of the industry. Um, the first spawn issue sold a lot of copies. Would everyone here like to guess how many copies it sold? A million. million. Matt, uh, I'll go for, uh, I'll go for 2 million. Uh, 1.7 million issues. Wow, Matt was the closest. Which, especially comparative, like, if you look at comic sales now, like, Spider-Man sells, like, 80,000 copies. 1.7 million is fucking unheard of in the modern day. Even back then, all 1.7 million is a lot of issues. Yes. Although nowadays Which, it's like the total sales of the entire comic industry combined. So pretty much. And then some like it, it is, you cannot understate how big, like how popular Todd McFarlane was. He was like the Stan the Lee of the nineties. Like people thought of Todd McFarlane, like, like on the level of Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. People Which, really you know, liked him. How valid they are as creators and how big of a piece of the pie they had with a lot of their creations is something that they have in common. So it kind of makes sense. Just not in the way that it was originally determined. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he sold 1.7 million copies of Spawn. So here's Spawn's design, right? This is what Spawn looks like generally in the comics. The one on the left. Those two... He's got that iconic red cloak. Yeah. Big black um, suit. So, like, as you can see, that middle comic right there, if, you, if we go back a little bit, Pose looks kind of familiar. Um, mm-hmm. Todd really likes drawing Spawn in Spider-Man poses because, you know, he was really known for drawing Spider-Man. There's another Spider-Man pose on the right, Spawn 227. Um, I think that's when he became, like, king, like fucking King of Hell Spawn or whatever. Um, just, you know, a lot of Spawn stuff. A lot of weird shit well, like that happens. Here's the three main inspirations for Spawn. There's the Prowler on the left. As you can see, the mask, obviously, the mm-hmm. Prowler. Um, Venom Spawn's costume is a symbiote from the fourth layer of hell. Um, if you would believe it, Todd McFarlane created a symbiote for his his character superhero. 
Really? Why did they draw Venom with normal teeth? That's so cursed. That's just that's just what he looked like originally. That's before the nineties. I mean, they're not really that normal. You look closer. That's not really normal teeth. You have to realize Venom was created in the eighties. The big toothy, crazy ass Venom is like a nineties thing. This is just what Venom looked like in early issues of Venom. Um, and I, I know they're not Ryder. normal teeth, but they're not the, the teeth that Venom is supposed to have, and it's weird. Yeah, the, the, the Ghost Rider... Spawn is kind of a Ghost Rider ripoff, to be honest. Like, Interesting. Like, he has like, he's chains and, like, Hellfire, and he, like, punishes sinners because he's an agent of hell. Um, He's basically just a ripoff of Ghost Rider, only, like, not white. Um, yes. Yeah, so story synopsis. Al, Al Simmons, he's a super cool, super badass military assassin black ops guy um, who starts feeling, you know, morality and he feels bad for killing innocent people. Um, and then the director of the uh, fake black ops organization he works for for the military has him assassinated and killed. He gets sent to hell because, you know, he killed a bunch of innocent people. And then he makes a deal with the devil that reigns the A circle of hell, Malbolgia, 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 something like that, to be reborn as the hell spawn, his like night of punishment in uh, in exchange for being able to see his, life, his wife one more time. And then he goes on kooky wacky adventures in the image universe. Um, the a lot of the image comics take place in the same universe. Like The Walking Dead doesn't obviously, Invincible doesn't. Um, but like all of the like founding comics that came out for image kind of are a shared universe, kind of like how Marvel's a shared universe and DC's a shared universe. So you'll see like Savage Dragon and Spawn Collab, the Young Bloods and Spawn Collab, so on and so forth. Um, but those are a bunch of characters that we don't care about because they're not Spawn. Um, so Spawn goes through a lot of character metamorphoses, metamorphoses, metamorphosizes, metamorphoses. Um, he kills Malbolgia Mal- 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 and becomes the king of hell. He becomes an angel. Um, he becomes literally stronger than capital G God and like becomes basically super God. Um, it's just like a, a thing that happens. Um, and honestly, with Spawn, that's all I really have to say about the comic. In my opinion, there, obviously Spawn has its fans. Um, I don't care about Spawn. He's, like, kind of cool. I like his design. He has, like, axes and stuff and, like, chains. He's, like, he's all right. But I don't really get the big deal. So this is when we're going to use speculative. Uh, This is not a so you want to know episode. I lied to you guys. This is a conspiracy theory episode. We're going to talk about the other company that Todd McFarlane owns besides Image Comics. We're going to talk about McFarlane Toys. Oh, boy. So, in order to make toys for the Image Comics, Todd McFarlane founded McFarlane Toys, a marketing agency and merchandising agency for comic books and pop culture media. To say it was successful is an understatement. McFarlane Toys is the owner of the merchandising rights for DC Comics in the modern Damn. day. Damn. Did not know that. Let's let's it it let's just put that into perspective. It was founded after Image because of Image and is so successful that Image's direct competitor is partnered with it. And like Damn. their toys are all right, they're pretty good. They they could be better, but they make Warhammer toys. They make Spawn toys. Obviously, that's the first thing they really made. <laughs> DC toys. I think they have the merchandising rights in America for My Hero Academia. Um, huh. they have an NFT thing because of course they do. Um, Todd McFarlane's net worth is assumed to be around three hundred million dollars, and most of that's from McFarlane toys. So here's what I think is going on with McFarlane toys. First of all, here's a couple of things in case you're wondering, Kai. Spawn is in Mortal Kombat. Did you know that? I had no idea. Spawn is in Soul Calibur 2. Did you know that? No. This one's actually really interesting. So Soul Calibur 2 came out on three platforms, right? PlayStation 2, GameCube, and Xbox. 
So Soul Calibur 2 has Link on the GameCube. Every every version has its own unique character to like add it on to the rest of the Soul Calibur characters. Link is in Soul Calibur 2 from The Legend of Zelda. Cool. Mm-hmm. They added Hihachi from Tekken to the PlayStation version because Tekken was an exclusive um, franchise for PlayStation at the time. Which makes sense. Fighting game character being put into a fighting game. So when you think of the Xbox... This is just a general question for everybody. Well, who do you think of, you know, an Xbox character that's exclusive to Xbox and is, like, colored the same theming of Xbox? Who do you John think of? Halo. Jonathan Haloton. Spawn, obviously. They added Spawn instead of Master <laughs> Chief. Mind you, Master Chief is in a fight, or at least a Spartan is in Dead or Alive 2, I think. On the Xbox version, so I don't know why they didn't just add Master Chief to uh, fucking Soul Calibur 2, but, you know, we got Spawn. So that's mm-hmm. cool, I guess. Yeah, that's great. Um, Spawn has collaborated with Batman three times on Batman Spawn, Spawn Batman, and Batman Spawn. What? <laughs> fuck. Yo, no, fuck Batman you. Fuck Spawn that. With- Batman is spawned with Greg Capullo. <laughs> I love Capullo's art. Yeah, Batman is spawned with Greg Capullo and Batman's they're spawned Batman with Frank Miller writing and Todd McFarlane art, which also goes really hard. Are these good comics? Have you read them? I've not. I like I said, I don't really care about Spawn, so I haven't. Fuck you. Also, I'm gonna read Spawn after this just to spite Batman you. Batman spawn again with Greg Capullo. Um yeah, so like like, Spawn is pretty popular. He collaborated with Batman a lot. Um, he collaborated with Invincible in the arc, the Invincible War. Spawn cameos in it in the Invincible War. Um, not gonna go into spoilers in the Invincible War because you know the show's still airing, and I don't want to um spoil anything for people. And this arc is up next, right? Like the season's probably gonna cover it. I think or at least so. I've heard people saying that. Yeah. Here's Spawn collaborating with Sonic the Hedgehog. What? What? When? Does, does, is Todd McFarlane just friends with a guy at like every major studio? I mean, he made... No, it's just one Prince money. <laughs> he made, they're like, he well, made you want to collaborate with company, Spawn so. and make a fucking million copies sell? And they're like, oh, Yeah. I'm not going to explain this image for people who don't know anything about the Sonic, Sonic comics. Um, I don't know who the walrus is. I don't know why Knuckles looks like that. I don't know why Sally Acorn is there. It's just, a, it's a thing. Spawn is also in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 as of like a week ago. Oh. Okay. Yo, Nicki Minaj can fight Spawn. Not only is Spawn in Modern Warfare 3... But Al Simmons is also in Modern Warfare 3. They <laughs> sound Spawn's <laughs> secret identity. <laughs> and also, okay. not only that, not only is Spawn collaborative in a lot of different things, but there's also a lot of alternate versions of Spawn. Because fuck you. Here's Commando Spawn. He's like a Rob Liefeld Spawn with a bunch of guns and bandoliers and stuff. Um, we got okay. Raven Spawn. And we got Gunslinger Spawn, and we got Medieval Spawn, and we got Dark Ages Spawn, who oh, exists because hard. he exists because they didn't actually own the rights to Medieval Spawn. Neil Gaiman did. They had a lawsuit about it. It was a whole thing. Neil Gaiman um, wrote Spawn. Yeah, of course he did. Everybody wrote Spawn, dude. Everybody wrote Spawn. Here's Samurai Spawn. Fucking Mandarin, Mandarin Spawn. Spawn. King Spawn. Omega Spawn. There's a lot of spawns. So that's the, that's the end of the visual portion. I just want to talk to you about what I think happened with Spawn. I don't think Spawn is popular. I think it's a conspiracy. I think Spawn was popular for a couple of years. But if you ask somebody who reads comic books, if they read Spawn, they will tell you no. And they will also probably tell you that they don't know anybody who does. Despite this, Spawn regularly tops the charts of the comic book sales industry. So is this a known conspiracy right theory now? that you're talking about here? Or is this, is this one you've no, this, custom this crafted? This is something I've made up. I don't, or it might be a known thing. It's I don't know if it's a known thing. This is what I think though. 
Okay. Interesting. It is some compelling evidence. I mean, I've never I've, heard of it. I think that Spawn is a is an industry psyop <laughs> created by Todd McFarlane in order to fund Image Comics to keep independent creators from being able to publish independently. I agree. How, how does this stop I independent creators all, from publishing independently? Because if Image doesn't make money, they don't have a publisher to publish indie comics. Image is the number one. Like, there's like IDF and Boom Studios and a couple of other small indie companies that, you know, publish some small things. But Image was bigger than Marvel and DC at one point. And I bigger think. Or more successful. Bigger, not necessarily. Well, more successful, not necessarily bigger. More successful for sure. Considering yes. that Marvel and DC both almost went out of business in the 90s. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure during the New 52, Image was more successful than DC. And that's like modern day. Well, that's not too surprising. Fucking the New 52 was a goddamn fucking disaster nightmare shit show. So what I think happens is McFarlane Toys mass buys copies of Spawn comics in order to make it look like that Image is successful in the Spawn like distribution, which draws creators to partner with Image to publish their comics, making those successful, making them more money. And then they collaborate with who else but McFarlane Toys to make merchandise to make more money. So question, if Spawn isn't popular, where's all the toy sales coming from then? Well, here's the thing, right? Spawn comics aren't popular. But you know what is popular? Collecting things. People love collecting action figures that are limited. And a lot of the McFarlane Toys like toys are limited runs and people go, Oh, spawn is popular. It sells really well. He was really popular in the nineties. So this spawn collectible is going to be worth a lot of money if I hold on to it. So people buy it. Do you know anybody who does that? I do. My friend, and do they read the comics? No, he does not. He owns a lot of collectible action figures. I'm pretty sure he owns a lot of spawn stuff. He just doesn't read it. His dad might have read Spawn when it was like early on, but okay, Jacob. Mm-hmm. How about I how about I pitch this idea to you? Mm-hmm. Spawn is just super niche, and you just don't know anybody who happens to read it because there are plenty well, of things that okay, sell well Spawn... and get a lot of viewers that you just don't know anything about. If Spawn is super niche, how is it one of the most successful franchises of all time? Well, it was successful in a burst, right? Yeah, I, I don't mean like it's like, like, obviously it was really pop, but like what I'm saying is like now it's just like, yeah, there is a spawn fan base. There are like people who buy these comics. I'm not it's saying just that- there isn't a spawn fan base. There's absolutely people who naturally like, um, just, you know, buy. You just don't think the gravity of its success is real. You think that's yeah. fabricated. Yeah, I think it's over exaggerated. I don't, I do think if, if my conspiracy theory is true, which like probably isn't true, it's a conspiracy theory. I do think it's a good thing because I think giving creators the opportunity to publish their own stuff and own the rights to it is an incredible thing. And if that is what is going on, then Todd is a hero for potentially committing business fraud and doing this, you know? Well, I think the kicker is do other comics with image comics make any money? Um, we know, Invi- I don't know Invincible Matt, Does The Walking Dead make money? <laughs> yeah. We know Invincible's making money. Oh, let me pull up the now. most successful. You, you, uh, what are, uh, Darkness, and, Darkness and Witchblade. Or was that Dark Horse Comics? Um, I don't know, honestly. Witchblade, mm. yeah. Witchblade is, Witchblade is Image. Kick Ass had two feature length films. <laughs> Um, sold a bunch of money. They didn't publish the original series of five, like the first Kick-Ass like five issue miniseries, but I think they publish everything else after that. Because after the first five issues, all the like Marvel references go away. Um, oh, um, I think I mentioned this to you. Uh, Kyle Higgins, who used to write the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comics, and went on to create like his own series of like 
Toku-based comics, he's under Image, the massive verse. Also, Savage Dragon is really popular. Um, he's another character I don't know a lot about, but he's popular. More pop. I hear more. I hear more about Savage Dragon fans than I do Spawn fans. Mostly because he's just kind of like not not the Hulk trademark. Obviously, Invincible. Robert Kirkman's whole career basically comes from Image Comics. Um, Generator Rex was an Image comic. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yes, I thought it was a Dark Horse comic. So other image comics have been successful. So so where do you think yeah. the need is for them to fabricate on a grand scale so much business fraud just to keep image comics going? Because Spawn and Image Comic go hand in hand. Oh hey, Saga's an image comic. I've read that. Yeah, see, Kai Kai Some gets of it. it. I think without Spawn, Image falls apart. I think it, Spawn is what makes Image Comics Image Comics. Spawn is know. the foundation of Image Comics. It but, if, but, if, but if it's not making money, then it's not the foundation. It's the longest running Image Comic, though. Like, could you imagine if they? Could you imagine if, say, DC canceled all Batman books because they weren't selling well, or if Marvel canceled Spider Man because it wasn't selling well? Mm. People, people would freak out investors would pull out it would be a huge deal but investors have would pull out if it wasn't making money anyways well i mean not necessarily spider-man isn't making money right now and marvel and marvel's doing pretty fine that's because marvel has lots of marvel has the mcu going right now which admittedly is having its own problems also having its own problems but, I, but there's also talk of investors like having problems lately too. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure any of this is feeding into your um, feeding into your conspiracy here. I'm just curious why why do you think what do you think the real most necessary impetus for this is? Do you think Todd McFarlane is actually just a power crazy maniac and he'd die? He'd kill himself if Spawn um, wasn't the most popular. Todd McFarlane probably absolutely is a power crazy maniac to an extent, um, in the same way that Stan Lee is. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think Spawn honestly, like, is more of a not our generation pull for one. It's definitely like our parent. Well, I guess not your, not your parents, Matt, because your yes. parents are old. <laughs> they but definitely are old. like Sergio's definitely your parents, parents, Kai's parents, my parents, Kai's parents generation. Probably or, not my parents. How, I mean, how's your dad? My dad's sixty-one. I, I mean, this just like like this gives me big good doctor vibes, and I'll explain. I'll explain. I'll explain in a second what I mean by that. Is just like you have this big like pool of like viewership slash readership in like the forty to fifty demographic who are picking like picking these up, but they're not on the internet enough for there to be like you know like like a splash for you to realize that this is something that people are into, which is what uh-huh. people discovered when the good doctor became a meme that like, this is one of the most watched shows on television, 12 to 15 million people tune in every night, mm-hmm. but nobody could tell you anything that happened on the good doctor. It's the same, you can, yeah. It's the same with the show, the rookie, the Nathan Fillion show. Like my yeah. grandma loves that show, but like, you'll never see people on fucking like Reddit or Twitter or, anything being like oh did you watch the new episode of the rookie with nathan Fillion? yeah or like blue bloods or nine one one. like these shows bring in like millions and millions of people young sheldon young sheldon mm-hmm. is like 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 I, th- I think it got like 25 million in its first season it's My still mom like in the- loves yeah. young sheldon yeah like so many people watch it but you could not tell me something that happens in an episode of young mm-hmm. sheldon oh well, i know you've watched it but you get my point yeah like all right here um, i'll give you I'll, I'll let you finish there, Jacob. Then I have some evidence in favor of your conspiracy. Yeah, I, I just I will say it's definitely to an extent like a, my conspiracy theory is definitely a meme to an extent. Like, obviously, Todd McFarlane isn't committing business fraud because that's illegal. Um, although he probably would. <laughs> um, I just it's an, it Spawn baffles me. Truly, truly baffles me because like. Even my dad, my dad loves Image Comics from the 90s. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about Spawn. 
Like it's just it's so interesting to me. Like the 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 idea that there's this g- whole generation of people buying Spawn comics and regularly topping the sales charts. People are like, "Fuck yeah, I'm buying King Spawn. I'm fucking buying Gunslinger Spawn." Like, oh yeah, that shit rocks. And it's just like, what? <laughs> Who? All right, before I give the supporting information, where are your numbers for the gun, for the spawn sales lately? Um, I don't have them pulled up, but like King Spawn when the when the newest miniseries King Spawn um mm-hmm. came out in the last year or so, it was blowing everyone else out of the water. And like I think Spawn just hit its 300th issue and it like broke records for pre-orders for like comic books just because people were like Spawn 300 maybe. Fuck yeah. Which is insane to me. Interesting, very interesting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna um, share what I found here. Uh huh. Go for uh, it. So let's so let's look up. Uh, let me let me look up some counterpoints here too. Uh, let's look up Spider Man. What's a recent Spider Man comic thing? Let's look up Ultimate Spider Man because that's in the hubbub right now. It's not. Don't look up Ultimate Spider Man. It hasn't been on sale in a decade. Amazing Spider Man no, no, no. is what you want to look up. No, 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 no. I'm talking about um, just uh, just just something big that could be coming soon because there was the the talk on Twitter about it, and also it's it's a classic big Spider-Man thing. Let's look that up yeah. here. So, so in the first case, we've got Spawn here. Spawn calling, full calling Ultimate Spider-Man a classic while true hurts me. Yes, yes, it does. All right, Spawn full timeline issue number one to three twenty eight is a video on YouTube one year ago. So it's had plenty of time to gather views. You want to guess how many views it has? Who's it by? Hundred thousand. Uh, Farkham Four. I don't know who that is. Straw Man. Uh, well, I'm gonna go through several. It's got thirty-three thousand views. The full timeline is thirty-three thousand views. Comic Storian, the Spawn origins and history. Take a guess how many views it has. Two hundred fifty-four thousand. I pulled it up. Wow, crazy! Oh my God, he guessed it exactly. Damn. All right. So you've got that. Good. Now let's let's compare this. Uh oh yeah, we've got uh some other ones here. Top of the impossible to find spawn comic books, only 14,000 views. The entire history of spawn by Variant Comics, eight years ago, has less than two million views. The only one from the last year that has more than a million views, just barely, is the one on Billy Kincaid, who's, you know. He, he's a he's a one-off thing in the Spawn universe, to my understanding. Uh, I don't think anything Billy else is Kincaid, that's, the one, that's the character I'm thinking of. That, yes, the, the, yes the most hated villain in comic book history is the, is the video title. Now let's look up uh, Spider-Man comic story in full history. Let's compare that. Um, so he has multiple ones, comic story in does. Uh, let's see here. They're from the last yeah, couple, hey. couple months or couple years. All of them, like the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man's Last Stand, Spider-Man 2099, fucking Spider-Man Life Story, all of these easily half a million to a million views. So, uh, at least in terms of YouTube presence, this is this backs you up big time. That fucking oh, nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody watches Spawn. The only shit that gets, like, like views Spawn-wise is, like, um, like, YouTube shorts that are, like, the fucking Mortal Kombat 11 intros of Spawn talking to, like, Ra- Raiden and being like... <laughs> I'm here to punish you. And then Raiden's like, oh, the Elder Gods will not allow that. And then Spawn's like, suck my dick. Suck my dick. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are my thoughts on that. Just thought I'd add that in there. Like, it just, it just baffles me how a, such a popular character can still, like, 30 years later, be so famous and yet, but despite that, have no presence on the internet. Yes, like, um, I was going to say, you know also the, just anything you know related to Ultimate Spider-Man has half a million views. If, Go ahead. If you know the YouTuber Godzilla Mendoza, he's like a pretty popular like, comic book YouTuber. Um, yes. I know Sergio's watched his videos, I'm sure. Uh, Kai, I don't know if Kai has, but uh, he made he Never. made a Spawn video a while back. Um... And it was so unpopular compared to the like rest of his uh, his videos. He had to make other videos, and then in those videos, be like, "Hey, I'll make this video that you guys want to see if you go watch my spawn video." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'll, I'll also say the that spawn, that bad, huh? 
Well, Todd McFarlane has been trying for, like, years after the original Spawn movie to get another Spawn movie made, and it's still in mm. development hell. It's in development hell. Jamie Foxx is currently tied to the project. I don't know if oh, he's no. the main actor on it. Yeah, I thought he was, he was playing Spawn. I mean, the, I mean, like, the director. I don't know. It, like, lo- it looked like for uh, my thing, Todd McFarlane, like, he opened a movie studio for the sole purpose of making the Spawn movie that he will direct. Oh, I think is, what I've learned here he is, directing it. is that if yeah. this is happening, it's because Todd McFarlane wants Spawn to win. He just wants Spawn to be the most popular comic ever. Just just out of pure self-interest. Yeah, I mean, honestly, pretty much. Not not John, even for, like, saving the comic industry. He just he just really wants Spawn to be popular again. John Leguizamo is the, is the violator in the Spawn movie. That's so yeah. funny. It says in October 2020, a writing team had been hired to pen a new draft on the screenplay. Uh, McFarlane expressed doubts about directing the film himself. I mean, honestly, I can't blame him. I mean, Spawn is literally his bait, like the char- like the character that he owns all the rights to. If he wants to turn him into like the greatest thing ever made, just go at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It just baffles me because it's like, oh, fucking, did you hear that Spawn is in Modern Warfare 3? If you asked, if somebody asked me that on the street, <laughs> I would think they're insane. Why would they add Spawn to Modern Warfare 3? But they did! It's real! <laughs> I remember when the MK11 leaks came out and they were like, it's going to be Robocop and Spawn. And I was like, yeah, okay. They're going to add Robocop and Spawn to fucking Mortal Kombat. And then they did. Like, it's insane. It makes me feel like an insane person. I was like researching for this. Mortal Kombat is uh, Smash Brothers, but your dad picked all the characters. And Ed Boon is my dad because that's what it feels like. Ed Boon just picks characters he thinks are cool and adds them into fucking Mortal Kombat. Literally. <laughs> the reason that Megan Fox is in Mortal Kombat 1 is because he wanted um, he wanted every single character in the game to be played by a famous Hollywood actor but couldn't afford it. So he just got like Megan Fox and then had Jean-Claude Van Damme cameo as uh, Johnny Cage. Also, it's really funny looking in the legal issues on Tom McFarlane's Wikipedia page because there's so many legal issues that Tom McFarlane had naming things after people. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. Because he, na- he named, yeah. like, a Spawn villain after, like, a hockey player and he got sued. And then he named Spawn himself after an actual guy. And then the actual guy was like, yeah, he based them all on my life. And McFarlane was like, no. No. You died and went to hell. <laughs> but yeah, um, Neil Gaiman owned the rights to Medieval Spawn Collig- Cogliostro? Cogliostro and Angela, who Angela ironically is now a um. A Alan Marvel Moore character. wrote Spawn. Sergio. <laughs> Everyone wrote Spawn. I, I I love this sentence. Responding to the harsh criticism of his abilities of the as a writer, McFarlane hired acclaimed writers to guest write issues of Spawn, including Alan Moore, Neil Gaiman, Dave Sim, and Frank Miller. Yeah, literally, like Spawn is like the like the nineties and early two thousand creators' wet dream, where he's like, you can write Spawn if you want to, um. And you can like co-own the characters that we make, and then just make a like, shit ton what, of money off fucking merch. What and a they're flex. like fucking yeah. Like what a flex <laughs> to go like oh I can't write. Well, I know somebody who can. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. I'll just go over there. But yeah, um, Angela, one of the Spawn characters, um, she was uh created for Spawn, and then there was a, a legal battle between McFarlane and Gaiman over the rights to the character. Um, to which I think Gaiman, Gaiman, is it Gaiman or Gaiman? Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. He got the full rights over her at some point. Um, and then he sold the rights of the character to Marvel. 
And now, and now Angela, the Spawn character, is canonically Thor's sister in the Marvel hmm. Universe. And I don't think she's appeared in like a decade. Um, but that's just really funny to me. It is a bit comedic, I will admit. A character getting created by a company made to like spite Marvel, who is then uh, sold to Marvel. <laughs> yes. It's a bit silly, I will admit. And I, 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 mean, she, I find this she's hilarious. In Marvel, she's in All of Marvel this is just hilarious. Like she's, she's like, she's in Marvel Snap. She's in uh, a bunch of mobile games. That's and Marvel first. Snap, which is also a mobile game, I guess. But still. She's also in Marvel Crisis Protocol, the war game. Mm-hmm. Which is just really funny to me. It is funny reading the history of uh, Todd McFarlane's lawsuits because he is almost always the bad guy in the lawsuits. Which is but he's the, a forever like, good guy in the comic industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, he also just see like like if you ever see interviews with him, he's just like a cool dude. A good a good one to watch is the one where he talks about uh, his trauma with cinematic Venom adaptations, where he's like, "I'm seated in the theater for Spider Man three. I can't wait to see Venom." And then he's not big, he's not he's not huge, he's not like all muscular. And then I go to see Tom Hardy's Venom. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I'm talking about." Oh, guys! Six minutes ago, Payday Three Twitter just tweeted, "Hi, sirs. We're currently seeing signs of an emerging emerging issue with the matchmaking services in Payday 3. Emerging. Mm. Emerging? Hmm. Sorry, what? Emerging issues? <laughs> Man, who would have guessed that Payday 3 is having servers? Uh, to date yeah. this episode, we are currently in the midst of uh, Payday 3 not being playable, which I hope doesn't date this episode. And whenever you listen to it, it from out, now until the end of time, it's not playable. Um, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Also, Spawn fact. Spawn's from Detroit. Did you know that? I did know that. Well, he's black. He's in, of course all black people are from Detroit. Didn't you know that, Jacob? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna comment on that one. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, looking into this, um, Spawn and Gaiman had a suit. Gaiman had a lawsuit over the Spawn characters. Uh, McFarlane traded his share over Marvel Man, Miracle Man, whatever you want to call him, over to the Gaiman. Some Gaiman could make the like reimagined miracle man comics after alan moore stopped making them and then the deal was broken by mcfarlane and then gaiman sued him uh over the rights to medieval spawn and stuff um and then won (laughs) which is really funny to me um and the the medieval spawn and cogliostro debate wasn't ended until 2012 which was like 10 years later um, and like 15 years after the original um deal was made for it, but yeah, um, okay. hmm. I don't know, it's cool. Spawn, spawn, the everything around Spawn is cool, but like I read Spawn and my brain is just like, uh, you what is worth about half for what is worth about half the Spawn videos I saw on YouTube were like, why does Spawn suck? Yeah, also Spawn apparently isn't very good. I don't know anything <laughs> about that definitively because I haven't read a lot of it. Yeah, I've, I've heard some... So I've heard that Tom McFarlane, he's a great artist, not the best writer. Um, I mean... Incredible power scaler. Yeah, do we want to talk more about the power scaling? I feel like we kind of brushed over that a little bit. I There are YouTube videos you could watch about the power scaling of Spawn. I'm not about to sit here for 40 minutes and tell you why Spawn is I do know he's a a super duper powerful character. Spawn is one of the only characters in media that I could definitively say could beat Goku. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I have one tidbit from the Wikipedia on Spawn that I was reading. Uh, from Resurrection. Can I read it? It's a spoiler. I I don't know if anybody cares about it. Okay. All right. Spoiler for Spawn Resurrection. In Resurrection, Spawn is revived and is later told by God, capital G God, 
in dog form that Wanda has died and is now trapped in hell where Al must rescue her. He fights Satan and saves his wife. God and Satan are no longer twins because the man of miracles is sold to Marvel and is retconned out of existence. And God and Satan are based on the Abrahamic story of creation instead. After saving Wanda from Satan, she goes to heaven and Spawn continues to protect people and Wanda's memory from the forces of both heaven and hell as well as any supernatural threats. What the oh, heck? Oh yeah, that's a thing that happened. Is that, that is plot? That the, isn't a fanfic? The Spawn universe, um, the Spawn universe depictions of of God and Satan had to be retconned because of a, uh, a, a <laughs> fucking rights uh, <laughs> like dispute. That's that is the quintessential spawn experience, I think. That God yeah, and honestly, Satan were retconned because some character got sold to Marvel. Honestly, the entire history of Image Comics in like the early nineties to like early two thousands can just be described as rights dispute lawsuit the fucking company. Cause that ended up happening like to form not only to form image, because Lyfeld got like lawsuit by DC for a rights dispute, but also like during the creation there were lawsuits for rights disputes, which is just so funny to me. It's so silly. Like Spawn, there's there are pages of Spawn that just go so fucking hard, but he's oh, such a yeah. goofy, weird ass comic. I don't want to undermine the creative talent of Todd McFarlane. I feel like I've done that a little bit. He is such a good artist. It's insane. His Spider-Man. Le- okay. I'm, I'm a Spider-Man fan, which means I have autism. Um, the way his, the way he draws Spider-Man's lenses is one of my favorite Spider-Man lenses of any artist ever. Just the way he draws Spider-Man's, both of his black suit and his classic suit is phenomenal. Oh, I see what you mean. He's got like the, he's got just those huge iconic lenses. I love big, the big lenses, the big emotive lenses in Spider-Man and McFarlane does it really well. You can really see where that influenced Spawn's design when he actually came out. He's got great art. Yeah, no, he's it's an amazing awesome. artist. Like this gunslinger spawn that I've been sitting on for twenty minutes. Yeah, following art, and he's he's like a phenomenal artist. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also not related to Seth MacFarlane. If you're wondering, I was I wondering this wasn't. this entire time. He's, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna post this in uh general. I guess this art of fucking Spider Man is phenomenal. He basically pioneered the like '90s, early 2000s, like spaghetti webbing of Spider-Man, where like Spider-Man's swinging through New York, and there's there's way more web it than needs so to be cool. on the panel, but it looks so cool that it doesn't matter. Yes, I agree. Like, and of course, his drawings matter. of Venom also kick fucking ass, and any drawing of Peter mm-hmm. in the black suit also kicks. Honestly. Not my favorite uh, Venom design. I much prefer Mark Bagley's Venom um, design overall. I think, but yeah, I think um, second place for my favorite Spider-Man lenses goes to Todd, and first place goes to I don't remember the specific artist, but the person who drew the death of Harry Osborn in Spectacular Spider-Man's seventies run. This is my favorite Spider-Man lens design of all time. I agree with that. Right here. Yeah, this is the it's point. Just, I agree. This it's just is where perfect. it peaked. And third place goes to um, fucking Mark Bagley. For especially Ultimate Spider-Man Mark Bagley. Because, you know, his more recent shit is kind of not great. But, um... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Let's see if I can get a good shot of Mark Bagley... Ultimate Spider-Man. You know, I was like, I was gonna say this earlier, but I was like, man, you, you know, I, I I love a character that uh, beats up pedophiles, which is why Spawn is up there for me. I wish Spider-Man did that. And as it turns out, Seth MacFarlane did do a Spider-Man story where Spider-Man does just that. Seth MacFarlane. Whoa, when did he get into Sorry, the comic book Todd industry? McFarlane. <laughs> Todd MacFarlane. It's games today. Now and all you see. His pedophiles getting so beaten saying, by Spider-Man that, on TV. You're saying that Todd McFarlane, Todd McFarlane uh, made a Spider-Man story where Spider-Man beats up pedophiles? Yes. 
Dude, Todd McFarlane <laughs> hates pedophiles. What it's a hero. Good. It says the storyline perceptions involve Spider-Man dealing with police corruption, child rape, and murder. And it led some stories yeah. refuse to stock the book. Yeah, this is the uh, the Mark Bagley lenses. I also really like these lenses. Those look pretty good. They look a little more innocent. They're so round. It, it's it's because it's Ultimate Spider-Man. He kind of is more innocent because oh, he's like yeah. a like a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> yes. Nah, man. We need the cat eye lenses. Come on. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, so that's pretty much all I have in the matter. That's my that's my spawn spiel. Um, happy spawn timber, everybody. Happy spawn. Did, do you guys feel like you learned something? I feel like well, I, definitely I learned have something. learned many things, and thank you for sharing this. This was you, this was very entertaining. Like, do you think my conspiracy theory is just straight up just dumb as fuck, or do no? You I, I like, actually no, think I, I think it's true. I think you just need to change your conspiracy theory not to Todd McFarlane is trying to save the Image comic book business. Um, it's more or less to me. Todd McFarlane is an elder lich who will never let go of Spawn and forever wants Spawn to be known as the most <laughs> successful Image comic book character. He Maybe. will he will launder money and he will destroy businesses to make or Spawn he just well. wants money, and that's well, you, it. Well, you can't. Making Spawn sell well necessarily comes at the cost of more money. He wants the prestige more than he wants the money. I think. Yeah, I think it's more like the bragging rights of just being like it's the most popular indie character of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And bar none, like Spawn is probably the most like most popular superhero of all time that isn't like a Marvel or DC property. You could argue Mark from Invincible. Nowadays, like, nowadays, nowadays you could. but especially like pre Invincible, the TV show. Invincible was not popular before the TV. No, show. No, it really like, was not. It was very in the, niche in the mainstream. Yeah. Now, though, I think yeah, so I think there's an argument for it, and as the seasons for Invincible go on, it will get more extreme. Yeah. Until Spawn shows up in Invincible, and we get the hashtag Spawn Sweet Baby. Hell yeah! What were you gonna say, Sergio? Um. Yeah, I think your conspiracy theory is just a bit bunk. I, I, like I said, there's definitely like the spawn audience is just old and they aren't on the internet, and that's why you just don't mm-hmm. see anything like. Because I'd, I'd heard like for years, like we got to get spawn in Mortal Kombat, we got to get spawn in Mortal Kombat. Like ever since like nine was around, like people were wanting. I mean, I'll, I, I will be the first one to admit that it's an insane conspiracy theory. But all, ins- all conspiracy theories are inherently insane. So like. If I say this is a conspiracy theory, it should be taken with at least a couple grains of salt. Well, it's not necessarily definitionally insane. I mean, conspiracy theory is a term literally made up by the government to make people who want to say the government is doing something sound crazy. So, you know. That's that's a conspiracy theory. No, that's like, like actually the truth. Yeah, I know. Because, I know. like, he's on selling half a million copies there the, the like like you 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 could very much just never run into any of those people who bought one of those there's a lot of people you know on this yeah. earth we're so also I mean, usually are incredibly niche as a whole but you know like you see a lot of people being like oh yeah i read the new blue beetle run i read uh spider-man and fucking cry every time i open it because it's fucking terrible also worth well, yeah, noting, th- those we, people on comic Twitter aren't in the like the demographic that Spawn is like, you know. Yeah, I know. Cool. We also just frequent like anime fan and fan fiction zones way more often than we frequent anything even comic book adjacent. Like, here's what I think we should do, Sergio. Mm-hmm. You and me locate a Spawn from, fan <laughs> from now on. Any time we go to an anime convention. Anyone who's dressed up as a comic book character, we're going to ask them if they read Spawn, and we're going to write down their answer. We can ask, uh, we're hosting, we're potentially hosting that uh, comic book panel at uh, Holiday Matsuri. We can ask them. Yeah. We should just, We. Sh- I just want to know. I want to find someone who reads Spawn, because, oh, oh, I want to know. Yeah. 
But yeah, that's all I got. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to add to hashtag Spawntember? Sergio, try to get this episode out in September, please. That, that, or that, else that's the, the plan. Spawntember jokes won't happen. Won't make sense. They won't Come land. On. They will be. They will be listening to this on the 29th. So good. It it had oh, better nice. be the 29th when you're listening to the ending of this episode, and uh, it'll be uh, our Spawntember love will reach you. All of our Spawntember love. All of it. Every last drop. Mm-hmm. The whole month's worth. The whole month's worth day. in this episode, right here. But yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, Thanks for enlightening us. You're welcome. You're welcome for becoming spawn-pilled. I totally believe your conspiracy theory, because I have no preconceived notion of anything different. I totally believe <laughs> in a mildly altered version of your conspiracy theory. And Sergio's a hater. As usual. Sergio's a legendary hater. I'm just I'm just giving the man, the myth, the legend a little bit of leeway. Sergio's the a Alan legendary Moore hater. Group. Unbelievable. You know who I don't hate is the audience. Spawn Timber love for all of you. All 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 of it. Do right. you share your spawn timber love with the audience, fellow podcasters? I do. Yes, sure. I love Spawn-Tember. Don't sure. forget to buy Mortal Kombat 11 and play a main Spawn and make him the best character in the game and learn all its combos and beat everybody. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he's overpowered in that game. 